From the WRAL News Studios in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is the WRAL Daily Download, an in-depth conversation on a story worth talking about. Welcome to the WRAL Daily Download. I'm Amanda Lamb. Joining me today is WRAL reporter Matt Talhelm, who recently covered a very heartbreaking story for us about two children who died apparently after being left alone in a hot car. Matt joins us to do a deep dive into this tough story. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, appreciate you being here. First, tell us how you got assigned to this story and you know what did you know when this call first came out? How did, how did it all unfold? Yeah, so this case all started over a weekend on a Saturday night. Uh, we had a team that was covering it Sunday. They went out to the neighborhood where this family lived in Cary and, and talked to some neighbors there. Then I came in on Monday starting my typical uh, reporting shift there, and we knew that the uh, woman, the mother, Lanice Battle, was going to be in court that afternoon at 2 o'clock. So I was assigned to cover that and to see what we could find beyond what our team on the weekend already was able to do. So that's how I got assigned to it. We went to court. We dug through all the records that we could, and there really was not a whole lot filed publicly yet about that case. And, you know, at first we just heard, oh, she's charged with murder. But how, when did you learn that this had something to do um, with with kids being left in a car? Because that's something, unfortunately, that happens every year, um, you know, every summer, not just here in North Carolina, but across the country. So how did, how did you learn that part? Yeah, and, and we had just covered a similar case in uh, Mebbin about a month before this one. So uh, so these things do happen, unfortunately. We started getting some tips and some messages from Lenise Battle's own family members saying there's more to this story. She's not a murderer. You've got to find out more to this. So we reached out to them through social media. We talked with them on the phone and, and chatted with them on Facebook. And that's when we started to get the hints that maybe this was a case of the kids being left in the car. Then when I went to court that afternoon, nothing happened in court besides she was denied bond and it was a very quick in and out of the courtroom there for her. But I talked to her father outside of the courtroom right after that uh, hearing. And he said to me, I think that it may be something like this, that she was going to a, what he called a casino Um and that she may have lost track of time and the kids may have been in the car. But even he didn't know. He said they hadn't talked to any investigators. They hadn't been able to talk to Lenise herself because she was obviously in jail at the time. So that's where we started to get those kind of clues that maybe that's what had actually happened. And tell me about the children. How old were they um, and, you know, what that what that looked like, how old were they, and what their names were. Yeah, so there's three-year-old Amora Lou Milburn and two-year-old Trinity Michelle Milburn. Those are the two young daughters that were um, unfortunately died in this in this incident. Uh, and Battle does have an older son. He is six years old. He is with his father and in his care right now. But those two young girls, just three and two years old. Right, and and it's a little different, I guess, than leaving a baby in a car because you're talking about children that are verbal, that mm -hmm. can say, hey, you know, I, I want to get out of the car. I don't want to be here. So it, it changes that a little bit in terms of, um, you know, not knowing they're in the car. It's pretty obvious when you have toddlers in the car. Yeah. And that's what we don't know what unfolded in that car. And um, what we learned the next day uh, at a sweepstakes parlor in North Raleigh that she had been there, according to an employee, for six hours and kept going in and out. That employee told us she was in and out of here the whole time that she was here. They didn't know at the time 
what may have been happening. They didn't know if there were kids in the car at the time, and that may be what she was going to check out. We don't know that either because no one really knows at this point, what happened in that time frame. And, you know, I did look up some statistics on this. It said uh, the U.S. Department of Transportation said in 2018 and 2019, 53 children died in hot mm-hmm. cars. 928 have died since 1998. And, you know, most of the time, again, this is a tragic mistake. A parent going to work forgets to drop a child off at daycare. They go into the office and then they panic. But again, this would be most likely with a nonverbal child, with a baby. And so in this case, it sounds like based on what you're telling me, I mean, she was very aware that they were in the car and that they needed to be checked on. That's what it sounds like, according to that employee at the sweepstakes parlor, since uh, Lenny's battle, she says, was in and out of there over a period of almost six hours that she was in there. Um, It's interesting, too, that she's been charged with murder. And that's what we've really been trying to figure out is what led to that murder charge? You know, that that's malicious. That's someone who wanted to do this. And we still don't know about that. We reached out to the district attorney and um, we're told we can't talk about this case. Uh, we can't talk about specifics of this case. And we don't really know. They did not bring anything up in court when it was her first appearance. They just, the judge read those charges and said, this could carry life in prison or the death penalty. So, that's a very serious charge, and that's what a lot of people want to know is why that murder charge in this case. Absolutely. And you mentioned a little bit about talking to her father. Mm-hmm. I mean, this has got to be difficult for this family because on one hand, they're grieving the loss of these children. But on the other hand, it sounds like they're really trying to support battle and trying to find some answers. They are. You know, he was very, I think, confused of what was happening in the court process. I mean, you see your daughter walking into a courtroom in a you know striped jumpsuit and and in in handcuffs there and you it's got to be hard on any parent to see something like that and then it was so quick and and he said well to me well what happens next what happens next and and um that's when we started talking about what she may have been going through we did talk to two of her cousins including one who describes her as like her best friend and she said those kids were like my daughters and she called it a careless mistake Another cousin said the same thing, a careless mistake. We kept hearing that over and over again. And from the family members, those those cousins, they said to us, she was a great mother. She would never murder her kids. She's not a cold-blooded killer. She may have been going through something. She may have been dealing with depression. They kept alluding to that. And when I'd ask them, well, what do you mean by that? Would, would she do harm to her kids because of that? And they wouldn't go any further into that. They wouldn't explain what they meant by she may have been going through some things. So it sounds like there's definitely, she was having some difficulty and and it's difficult for the family now that they want to know, they want to understand all this. Such a tough story to cover, Matt. Mm-hmm. After the break, we're going to talk about the challenges for a journalist, both logistical and emotional, in dealing with a case like this. Back in a minute. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
Welcome back to the WREL Daily Download. I'm speaking with Matt Talhelm about his coverage of a very sad case that WREL has been covering. Two children who died after apparently being left in a hot car. Their mother has been charged with murder. Matt, thanks again for speaking with us. So, you know, you started getting this information about Lenise and Battle, who was being held responsible for her daughter's deaths. Naturally, you want to learn more about her. Talk to me about the record search, because I know that's a big part of this. You're looking at criminal records. You're looking at social service records just to kind of see, did she have any background of of abuse or neglect of the children? So, yeah, uh, we did search for all of that. And, and we asked the county and, and their child protective services. And at first we were told we can't give you any of those records. We can't tell you if we even have any of those records. Um, since this case involves the death of a child, there is a code in the state law that allows them to release those records. So we did get those just within the last few days here. So several days after the children were found dead um, and died at the hospital there. And we did find out from those records that Wake County's Child Protective Services did have three interactions with the family going back to 2019. All three of those cases were closed. The most recent was just last month, July. And uh, that's when we learned about what was going on behind the scenes with this family. All of those cases, though, involved reports of not taking a disabled child to medical care and to medical appointments, missing those appointments. All of them were resolved and there was no action taken by CPS. They didn't feel a need to take the children. They felt that everyone was doing the right thing, that, we, that the mother and the family members reported no other concerns. The child was gaining weight, in fact, in the last um, appointment there, in the last visit back in July. So all those cases were investigated and closed those three different times going back to 2019. So definitely interaction with mm-hmm. social services, but nothing that would lend you to think, oh, somebody's going to leave these children in a hot car and they're going to die. I mean, that that's an extreme something extreme like that. Yeah, there's a big difference of missing some medical appointments and leaving your child or children maliciously in the car as this murder these murder charges would lead you to believe. So it, it is interesting about that. I also did find on social media that um, Lenise Battle had created a Facebook group for other new moms several years ago when she had her first child and as a place for them to talk and interact. She was welcoming new members into that group according to the Facebook posts we saw even in the week before this happened, it doesn't paint the picture of someone who is this dangerous, malicious killer of her own children. So. Right, and an absent mom, no. a neglectful mom. It doesn't. What, what about criminal records? Any criminal records? Nothing that we could find. The only things that I found in the search at the courthouse were sudden traffic cases, all just minor, so kind minor, of unrelated. Yep. Gotcha. Um, so I know this is really early in this case. What, what's the next step? I mean, obviously she had her first appearance, mm-hmm. and I guess now it begins to just go through the the process. Yeah, and we've been searching at the courthouse, searching records every few days to see if anything new has been filed. And so far, the only things that are in that court record are the arrest warrants. There's nothing else, which, as you know from covering these kind of things, it's kind of unusual that there's nothing else has been filed there yet. And the next court appearance she has is September 19th. We may learn some more there. Um, We've reached out again to prosecutors just to get any new information and continue to get the message that we can't talk about specifics of this case. And I know, you know, every case involving a death, I mean, everybody's life is important, but doing a story like this has got to emotionally affect you. I mean, 
hearing about two children dying in a car, in a hot car, that, that's got to be really difficult, um, even as a seasoned journalist, to, to deal with. Yeah, and your mind goes to the mother's mind, the family's mind. It, you take on all of that um, grief as well and just thinking what what was going on with her, what was going on with these kids, and what else may have transpired that we don't know that may paint this picture completely different. And in a month or two, we may look back and go, wow, this was a, a very malicious situation. We don't know. We've not heard from Lenise Battle. We don't know what her side of this story is. And all we know is her family saying this was a, a careless mistake and, and she's not a cold-blooded killer. And you sit there and think, well, imagine what she's going through. Imagine what the family members have, who've now lost two young children and another person, they're an adult, and, and to the jails. And uh, it's just hard to think about all of that. And, and um, yeah, it's a, it's a tough tough story and sad around for everybody. Absolutely. And and it's a reminder, you know, to everyone who could make a mistake, mm -hmm. um, potentially leaving a child in the car on the way to daycare, that, you know, it's just, you need to be constantly checking. I mean, I think those of us who have dogs, for example, you know, you know, you can't take your dog to the grocery store and leave the dog in the car. Um, you know, you have to think about that with children as well. It's very, very um, critical in the summer months. It really is. And, and you know, you think it's never going to happen to you. I think most parents would say, oh, I would never forget my child. I would never leave them in a car unattended on a hot day. But if your mind's 10 other places, you just never know. And I've covered cases like that of, of parents leaving their kids in the car when they went to work and they came back out and the child was dead because they forgot to drop them off at daycare. And, and it's a reminder to constantly check. There's lots of technology now that can actually help you do that. And I would encourage any parents to look into that so that they don't have this kind of thing happen with them. Okay, great. Well, very difficult story. Thanks for all your coverage on this. Matt Talhelm, thanks so much for sharing your expertise and being here today. I really appreciate it. And thank you for listening to the WREL Daily Download. I'm Amanda Lamb.